What's up, everybody? Welcome to our Sunday morning Water's Edge online worship experience. Thank you so much for hanging out. This past week, we were able to hand out so many cleaning buckets. For those of you who came and helped us volunteer, thank you so much. For those of you who had needs, you're absolutely a part of us. We love you. We're so glad we could help you out. For those of you who are continuing to be generous online, thank you so much. It's helping us love people and help people and feed people and serve people. Just to let you know, uh, the nursery part of our building is almost done and our building is almost complete from the hurricane damages. We are having in-person live services every Sunday at 930 and 1115. We're going to stay online at nine o'clock no matter what. But if you've been vaccinated and you feel safe and you want to come out to church on Sunday morning and hang out with us in person, come hang out with us and uh, come worship with us, man. It's really, really cool. And uh, we would love to have you. But anyway, thank you so much for tuning in online. A few weeks ago, we started a brand new series entitled Make a Splash. And this study has focused on this, overcoming those roadblocks in our life that hold us back from joy. And we all have them. And like I've said over the last several weeks is this, everyone that I know is on a very specific quest. Everyone that I know is on a very specific mission. And that mission is not to primarily find character. It's not to primarily find truth or knowledge or wisdom or growth or even integrity. We do search for those things, but if we're all honest, our primary search today is not for holiness, but it's for happiness. It's for joy. Because deep down we know that if we could live happy, that we would live with peace. And we'd all be lying today if we said we didn't want those two things in our life right now. Peace and happiness. A few months ago, I was out to eat with my family, with my crew. And after we were finishing up our meal, we were just kind of finishing up our drinks. And we were still nibbling on some appetizers. And as we were about to leave... A young person came up to me and they handed me a napkin and they said, are you Pastor Tony? And I said, yes. And they said, we wrote you a note. We would like to give it to you. Thank you so much for what you do. I said, you're welcome. Thank you so much for telling me that. I appreciate the encouragement. It helps my heart be strong and it helps me keep going. So after they left, I looked at the note on the napkin. I still have that napkin at my house in my kitchen. And it said this. It said, several years ago, I was introduced to the water's edge. I was going through a very, very dark personal time in my life. And you guys loved me and you helped me understand how much God loved me. And I experienced God's love with y'all at the water's edge. And I just want you to know that what y'all did for me there saved my life and my child's life. Now, we know that it was God's love that ultimately saved her life. But that's what she was saying. I experienced God's love with you all at the water's edge and that saved my life. I got to be honest, that was a very humbling, humbling moment for me. I still have that note. Normally, something like that would only happen to me every once in a while. I mean, it would happen, but maybe a couple of times, three times a year. But since the hurricanes, it's been happening over and over and over again. That wasn't too long ago where I got that message on a napkin as we were leaving Rick and Jack's. But I got a message just the other day from someone who attends our church, and it went on to tell me about how dark their personal circumstances have become and then this person went on to say, please don't ever stop doing what you're doing. Because in my dark times, when I come to the water's edge and experience God's love and know God's love, it pulls me out of my darkness. So please don't stop doing what y'all are doing. Also, again, this past week, I was at the store. A lady who attends the water's edge stopped me. I didn't recognize her. And she goes, you don't know me, but thank you. Thank you for listening to God. Thank you for listening to God's voice. And thank you for doing what God has called you all to do at the water's edge. I have to tell you that experiencing God with you all and God's love has pulled me out of the darkest times of my life. So thank you. Dark times, tough times, difficult times, confusing times, 
uncertain times. These are very, very common phrases and words that have been told to me over the past 10 to 11 months. But another theme has been this, and notice this, and remember this today if you're still with me, Sam, I'm still with you. Understanding God's love has helped me pull through. So not just God's love, but knowing God's love and understanding God's love is what these people were telling me helped them pull through and overcome their dark times. Even Jesus said it this way in the Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 32, and I'll be reading out of the New Living Translation. He says, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So it's not just the truth that sets us free, but Jesus says you have to know it. You have to know the truth in order for the truth to set you free. You have to understand it. You have to experience. But what happens to us that places our mind in such a dark place so often? Because I've been there, I go there often, and many times you tell me that you've been there too. So what happens to us that causes our mind and our hearts to go to these dark places? Well, this is how. Whenever something very challenging happens to us, like an adversity or a storm or a battle, our mind usually seesaws back and forth between two different places, from yesterday to tomorrow over and over again. So that's what happens in our mind. We go from yesterday to tomorrow. Basically what I mean is this. We go from the past to the future over and over again. And this is what happens when we do, and notice this and remember this. This will help you out. The past produces regret and the future produces fear. When we constantly look back, then our mind gets bombarded. So when we constantly go back to yesterday, we constantly go back to the past, then our mind gets bombarded with why did I? How could I? Why didn't I see this coming? I wish I would have done this so differently. Guilt, shame, regret is produced anytime you let your mind camp out in the yesterdays, in the past. But then our mind switches to the future, tomorrow, because we always tie our past regret in with our future consequences. And as we think about the future, that's where 99% of our fears come from. Most of our fears are based on uncertainty about what's going to happen tomorrow. How am I going to deal with this? What if this happens? What if I lose this? What if this breaks down? What if I can't pay for this? What if the doctor tells me this? What if this happens to my kids? What if they find out this? What if this happens to my family? 99% of our fears are based in the future and 98% of the things we fear will never even happen. But that's what happens when we go from the seesaw from yesterday to tomorrow from the past to the future. We go to the past and we have all this guilt and regret because we wanted to do things differently and we beat ourselves up and then we start to tie our consequences and our adversities from the future that are waiting for us because of our past in with that we just go back and forth from guilt to fear. Guilt to fear. And so during difficult personal times our mind gets stuck in this pattern from guilt to fear and that's when we say Everything seems really dark right now. And the reason why is because we can't break the cycle of guilt and fear. Guilt and fear. Because I'm bombarded daily with thoughts of guilt and fear. So let me ask you this question. What does the past and the future leave out? So we have yesterday, we have tomorrow. What does that leave out? Today. Right now. This moment. Which is, by the way, the only thing you do have control over. You can't go back and control the past and you can't go forward and control the future. The only thing that you do have control over is right now in this present moment, in the present. So what can we do in this moment right now to keep us from living in that dark cycle of thinking and worrying about past shame 
and future fears? How can we keep our mind in a healthy, positive place right now in this moment? And what does any of this have to do with our happiness? What does any of this have to do with our joy? I'm glad you asked. Notice what the apostle says in the letter of 1 John, chapter 4, verses 18 through 19. John says this, Such love has no fear, because perfect love expels all fear. If we're afraid, it is for fear of punishment. And this shows that we have not fully experienced God's perfect love. Notice that word experienced. We love each other because he first loved us. Notice the simple breakdown. God loves you and he loves you perfectly. Perfect love can cast out our fear, but you got to know it. You got to experience it. You got to walk with God. It's like when Jesus says, you will know the truth and then the truth will make you free. This is how they train circus elephants from the time they're baby elephants. When they're baby elephants, they'll tie chains around one foot, one leg, and they'll hitch it to a post. And that way, when they try to get away, they know they can only go so far before that chain tightens up and it keeps them from moving any further. And so they know from a young, from a young age that that chain's only going to let them go so far, so they just sit back and rock back and forth because they've tried to get away and they can't. But as they get older and they get really big and strong, no chain's going to hold them. No post is going to hold them. It's just too weak, but they don't know that. So all the owners do is just put the chains around their foot. They don't even hook it to anything. They just leave them free. But the elephant doesn't know that. The elephant doesn't know that they're free. They still think that they're tied to those chains. And so they just sit there and rock back and forth. If they wanted to get up and walk away, they could. They just don't know it. And Jesus says, you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. It's not, just experience, it's not just God's love that makes you free. It's not just the truth that makes you free. you got to walk with him. you got to know him. You have to know him in a personal, intimate way and experience him. We have to fully embrace that. And that's very difficult to do if you're always letting your mind go to yesterday and tomorrow. Guilt and fear. In order to experience God's love comforting you and moving you, you have to focus your mind and keep your mind on today, on the right now, on the present. That's why the psalmist said this in Psalms 46.10. Be still right now. Be still and know, experience that I am God. I will be honored by every nation. I will be honored throughout the world. Be still in this moment because it's the only thing you can control. Because in reality, it's all you have. Be still and know him right now. So understanding all of that, here's a few things that can help us center our mind on today and on positivity and on joy and, most importantly, on wisdom instead of the cycle of yesterday, tomorrow, the past, the future, guilt, shame, regret, and uncertainty and fear. The first thing is this. If you're still with me, Sam, I'm still with you. Focus on solutions instead of problems or obstacles. When you always focus on the problems, then you get stuck in that dark cycle again, the past and the future. But that will always bring us back to this present moment. What will always bring us back is to not dwell on the problem. What will always bring us back to the present moment is not to dwell on the pain, the confusion, or the obstacle, but instead to focus on the solution will always bring you back to this. And so if you focus on the solution instead of the obstacle, if you focus on the solution instead of the problem, it'll always bring you back to this and remember this today. What can I do today? 
to overcome this. Not, I wish I would have. Why didn't I? How could I not see this coming? That'll only bring you more guilt and shame. Or it's going to be bad. I don't know what's waiting for me. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what I'm going to lose. You can't control any of that. The only thing you have right now to bring your mind back to a healthy place is what can I do right now? Instead of focusing on the problem, what solution can I do today to get rid of this and fix this and overcome this? And that's one thing that we do in order to keep our mind in a positive place. Number two, you still with me, Sam, still with you. Some adversities can only be handled day by day. You can't go back and change the past, and you cannot control any of the future surprises that you may face. So sometimes, with some battles, you just have to take it day by day and just focus on not losing the battle right now. Just focus on not losing the battle today. You can't go back and change the past, and you don't know how strong that battle is going to be tomorrow or next month, or next year. You don't know the battles and how strong they are that's waiting for you. So the only thing you can do today is just not lose today. Just make it to your bed tonight clean. Make it to your bed tonight wise. Make it to your bed tonight um, uh, walking with God. Make it to your bed tonight alive. Make it to your bed tonight confident. Make it to your bed tonight without breaking down. Sometimes that's all that you can do is just go day by day and just focus on not losing that battle today. Whatever battle your family's in, whatever battle your relationship is in, whatever battle your personal life is in, whatever battle your circumstances are in, instead of looking at that battle and in our mind going to the past, what did I do to cause this and beat yourself up and then jumping to the future? What's going to happen to me now? I'm so scared. That's dark. Instead, just ask Ask yourself this, what can I do to overcome this or even just survive today? Some battles you can only overcome day by day. What is my solution today? And that'll always help center your mind, not on the past, not on the future, but right now in this moment, which again is the only thing you can control. Number three, make path corrections when you need to. Now this may be one of the most important verses that I ever share with you. It's so real and so practical Proverbs 27, 12, and I love this verse. The prudent or wise person foresees danger and takes precautions. Some translations say they change directions. The simpleton or the foolish person goes blindly on and suffers the consequences. So the wise person in this life, and anybody can be wise because this is the definition of wisdom, looking at your path, and if it's going to head to a bad direction, get off of it. So the wise person can look at their path in life and if it's not the right direction for their life or if they're self-aware enough to see that their path patterns are going to lead them to temptation and regret and guilt and harm, then they're determined, the wise are determined to stop because they foresee danger down the road. It hasn't happened yet, but they, they're self-aware enough to know this is my direction. And if I stay on this road... I know ultimately it's going to be a bad destination that's dangerous. Wise people can see that. They can see, uh-oh, this is my path. This is my direction with my money, with my health, with my relationships, with how I communicate with people, with my love, with my heart, with my faith. And I don't like where it's going. And I can foresee a destination that I don't want to be in. So a wise person says, I'm not going to keep going. I'm going to change paths and I'm going to go in a different direction. And here's the great thing. We can all do that today. You can't go back to your yesterday and say, man, I wish I wouldn't have took that road. I wish I could change it. You can't. You already did it. And you can't go to your future and say, I want to try to stop all the consequences for everything I did in the past because you don't know what's waiting for you. The only thing you can do right now today is say, I don't like the road that I'm on 
And so I'm going to change direction so I know it'll bring me to a better place. But you know what you can't do? You can't go back and change the roads that you used to be on. But you can change the road that you're on today. You can do that right now. One thing you can do also is this, and remember this, and this is so important. You can build your preferred future by getting on a wiser path in life today. The foolish, this verse says, they see danger ahead of them. They see possible danger in their relationships, but they just keep on going. They see possible danger in their finances, but they just keep on going. They see possible danger in their health with this temptation. They see possible danger with this habit, with this pattern, with these choices. And the foolish person says, you only live once. I'm just going to keep on going into danger. And then guess where that path takes them? Guilt, fear. From yesterday to tomorrow, shame and regret to uncertainty, and that is dark. You cannot control the past. You can't change it. You can't control your future surprises. But you can build a happier, preferred future today by recognizing the path that you're on in any area of your life and changing directions if you know this is not going to end up in a good destination. And if you do, guess what? You will find joy. You'll find joy because you're living at peace knowing the road that I'm on, there's not a lot of guilt here. The road that I'm on, there's not going to be a lot of regret here. I don't have to lie about anything because I'm on this road. I, I don't have to keep anything a secret because I'm on this road. I don't have to run from anything because I'm on this road. Everything's out in the open. I'm on a good road. It's heading to a good destination. And that's joy because at the end of the day, that's peace. One last thing. Remember this. Both your talents and your temptations will open up opportunities for you. But your path and your character will determine what you do once those doors open. Let me say that again because this is so key. Both of your talents and your temptations will open up opportunities for you. But both your path and your character will decide what happens to you once those doors open. Remember, the wise see danger ahead of them and they don't keep going they change directions and they go down a different path. The foolish see danger ahead of them and they say, you know what, YOLO, let's just keep on going. And they suffer the consequences and then they end up telling somebody close to them, I'm in a dark place because of guilt, fear, shame, uncertainty. Happiness in your life is created when you live a wise life. And that may not sound fun to some people, but it's filled with happiness and it's filled with peace. And we all be lying today if we said we didn't want those two things. And I don't know about you, but happiness and peace sounds pretty fun to me. So let's live a wise life and change directions if we need to today, because today's all we have. Thank you so much for tuning in. We love you. Hope to see you back next week. We hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week.